Hi, it's Larry here of Xbox's Major Nelson. Welcome to the official Xbox podcast. The gang is back. We are going to hit a little button here, and I'm going to turn everything around. Where is it, Jeff? Where, where the heck is it? I don't know. Where <laughs> don't put this on me, Larry. Oh, okay, we'll just do this. Yeah, this- was, <laughs> I got my video toaster. <laughs> This is some like 1990s news stuff going on right now. Here comes the weather oh, flying like. in. I got I got I got some good I got some good uh, video toaster action going on here. But anyway, hey look, look. hey look, Jeff, it's Rebecca. Welcome back. <laughs> well, hey guys, what's up? <laughs> well, welcome back, Rebecca. You've you've been you've been on hiatus for a couple weeks. You've been busy. You've been traveling. You've been eating at you know New York's <laughs> finest delis, and uh, it's good to have you back. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's good to be back. I um, I took a couple weeks off to go visit some friends, caught a nice winter cold, but I've been eating a lot and recovering. So I'm, I'm back and just in time for the holidays. <laughs> Hopefully everybody had a good, uh, I wanna, we had a good, good Thanksgiving. Well, I want to welcome Rebecca back, yes. but I also want to re- welcome your mom back. And we, we actually were wondering over the past couple of oh weeks, has she been watching the show even when you're not on or yeah. cuz we've been uh, we've been conducting the show as if she is watching yeah we've been behaving ourselves as best Aww. we can that's so sweet but i can let you know she does not watch it when i'm not okay, on well, so there we go. you didn't need to tell me that i didn't need to know that well, yeah rebecca's mom i, mean, I know you we know you're watching you now yeah. we're crushed we're crushed jeff and i are crushed so <laughs> right, we welcome back i can't rebecca's wait for you guys mom. to meet her someday yeah I think she we we should we should arrange that the next time you come back to Seattle. You're still in New York. Looks like you've you've moved a little bit. You got a little bit of a new set going on there, right? Yes, I'm in a slightly bigger but still very small uh, New York apartment, but mm. it's quite nice. Like wow, it, look at that around the corner from Cat's famous Cat's Deli. Yeah, <laughs> there's Ooh. a lot of good food. I'm I'm very happy, but it's been pretty chilly. I think it's supposed to snow today. Oh, that's well. You do you realize know. we record this around lunchtime, so please. Say it. I don't want to hear it. I'm Sorry, I'll refrain. <laughs> yeah. Now, Rebecca, I know when you and I chatted when you were <clears throat> when you moved to New York earlier this year, we were talking about a couple things, and one of them was the Rockefeller Christmas tree. Have you gone over there to take a look at it yet? Uh, no, I'm actually going in two days, though. Just because oh. I've been a little bit sick, I've been mostly just staying at home and eating. <clears throat> Good. <laughs> um, but I'm doing all the Christmas stuff this weekend before I come back to the West Coast uh, next week. So. Are you are you going to be are you getting your your matzo ball soup from Katz's since you're not feeling well? Yes, I actually did get their matzo ball soup. Right. Uh, it was go. pretty good. It's a little on the salty side, but I'm a big fan of matzo ball soup. All right, that's well, who isn't? It's music to our ears. Yeah. I'm just very sad right now. I'm very sad. <laughs> I know. I wish I could bring some home for you. <laughs> yes, that would be great. We've but, got a. Uh, uh, I'm very happy for you. It's good to have everybody back. We got a big week this week. Of course, today, uh, as we sit here and record this, you can see up on my screen in the back here, that's Halo Infinite. Now, we've been playing the multiplayer for a few weeks now, but today, as we record this, and we're pushing this show out a little early because the Game Awards are tomorrow, or they've already happened, depending. We're putting this, pushing this um, this show out a little early, A, because the Game Awards, we don't want to talk about them when they haven't happened. We don't know what's going to happen. More importantly, Halo Infinite campaign available. Yay! We got to... It's right. We started recording. We're like an hour after it started. After you know the the game became available at 10 a.m. Pacific, Um, and I've been sitting here on the title screen ever since. And when we're done this show, it's okay listening to the music. Yeah. So it could be. This might be a five minute show. We don't know. But but it's funny is and uh, Rebecca, I don't know if you had access to this, but Jeff and I had access to an earlier build of the campaign, and we. We discovered shortly after playing it, Jeff tipped me off because I was playing it and I was having a great time. I was about an hour in and Jeff's like, hey, FYI, uh, saves don't transfer over to the final version and there's no achievements. I'm like, okay, put the controller down. We're done. <laughs> so <laughs> basically did the same thing. Played enough to know that I'm going to want to 100% this game. Uh, it was We put it out for the previewers and the reviewers so yep. they could you know play the, the completed game, but it, didn't, it just didn't have the achievements connected. And I mean, I live for that stuff. So... Uh, I, I was I really enjoyed watching the reviews and and the deep takes and some of them were like 30, 40 minutes of listening to like this deep analysis, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, but now it's time for us to all play it ourselves. Can we talk about the actually the biggest crime right now that I'm I'm actually a little upset about is that Jeff, you and I have played quite a bit of the multiplayer. Rebecca, where have you been? 
We haven't played at all. I mean, I've seen you playing a little bit. Okay. And But I want to know what's going on there. So fess up. Yeah. I've, wow. I, okay. You know what? Give me a break. I have been playing, but we are on different time zones. Okay. <laughs> and plus, like, I think that I tend to play like a little bit earlier in the day these days. Okay, um, I feel like I'm playing around like 7, 8 p.m. my time, which is like immediately after or still kind of during the workday for you yeah. guys. So yeah. okay. I'm very down to schedule a... I mean, don't tell my boss, but I'm very down to schedule a like during the workday session and we can get well, a little it's a team building. Timing, look, look, we work in the games industry. This is a this is absolutely legitimate game research. <laughs> yes, yes, I agree. I well, agree. look, or, or on a weekend day, we can play during the well, you're usually out. You have a life and we don't. Yeah, yes. so every <laughs> night, every night we've been playing. I mean, literally every night. Yeah. And um, I mean, I love it. And I, I don't think I've ever been this much into Halo multiplayer, like going back to maybe Halo 2, and uh, which is just the highest compliment I can give. So anyway, I, I think it's fair to say if you jump on and it's probably after 8 p.m. Pacific, I'm probably on. But we yep. should we should schedule something. I'd love to, to play along with you because we'll um, this has been now like my new catch up with everybody that I haven't talked to. I feel like it's brought me closer to people that I sort of lost touch with over the pandemic, which is because we're all playing it. Every time I log on, I'm like, oh, who do I want to talk to tonight? That's who I'm just going to jump in the game. There we go. And then Jeff and I have, and just so you know, Rebecca, Jeff and I also know a few people over at 343, so we can pull in some ringers into the match. (laughs) (laughs) They're not that great. The people we're playing with are not. No, no, no. I'm talking like QA. Like Unicheck um, is pretty good. Oh. Lennox, right? Yeah, <laughs> I would. I would hope. Yes. I would hope that Unicheck is good. <laughs> yeah, he's he's frightening. Yes. It's the, it's he's a machine. So the people uh, we're playing with are like, oh, I worked on the website, and it's right, like, right. and so that does not confer <laughs> upon you like amazing skills. Yes, um, good players, good, yeah. but not like we need to play with Unicheck because. But we also spend a lot of wins. time. We also spend a lot of time. At least Jeff and I do, and when, when some of those folks are in the. The, the game party or the fire team. Hey, um, can you fix this in the game? And they've got a whole long list. And you'll hear about that later on in the uh, later on in the show. I've got an interview with Joe Staten, who I've known for a long time. He's going to touch on a little bit of that. And he'll also talk about the campaign. So we're excited about that. So that's, I mean, that really, I'm, I'm looking, I'm trying to figure out, that's kind of what I'm playing right now. Like, Rebecca, well, what wait, do you- Wait, which, what, when you guys- when you guys are playing, which game types are you playing? Like, what kind of matchmaking? It, it depends. Doing? I mean, I don't want to speak for Jeff, but we go in. If we've got a full squad of four people, we'll go into quick play because it's 4v4. Sometimes, if we're mm-hmm. we're not feeling like that, we'll just roll into B- big team battle, BTV. So, it's 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 kind of a toss-up, right, Jeff? Yeah, I really just jump back and forth. I, uh, big team battles, I think, yeah, there's a little bit of cover there. Like, if you're not playing great you could still contribute to big team battle um sometimes when i'm trying to get a challenge or something like that but uh quick play when we have four people we know we're going to be able to coordinate there's something very satisfying about like tactically like having a gameplay together game plan together it's a little harder with big team battle to, to get everyone aligned and the chaos is really for me at least part of the fun um and those those brilliant individual moments that happen within that but yeah. um yeah really just down for whatever yeah, it's just at the end of the day, it just it mixes it up because it's different. Like we, when when they add Fiesta in the hoppers, we played Fiesta. But look, anything we're just going in there. We're, we're just yeah, exactly. It's just it's just ridiculous. We're just going in. So we're having fun. So we're going in and having fun. What, but I, Rebecca, what have you been playing? I mean, I know you talked a little bit about the Halo multiplayer, but have you been you know swinging over to the Minecraft scene or what else are you checking out? <laughs> yeah, I actually did do some pretty major reconstruction on my Minecraft house, um, and then I. <laughs> really silly to say this but i didn't save it and i switched over i like i was playing it while uh infinite was installing um and i lost all of the construction that i had been doing so i'm a little bit bitter and i might not jump back to minecraft for a hot minute (laughs) now um but i have been playing uh halo multiplayer um it's been pretty good um I've actually been doing big team battle more than I thought I would like in the past. It hasn't been my, my cup of tea, but I found that when I've played Slayer, cause I've been playing by myself and just doing uh-huh. matchmaking online. I feel like I've been going up against a lot of squad, like people who are squatted up. And so it's like, you're at that disadvantage if you're yeah. just a bunch of individuals. Yep. Plus I also really like, I, I can't explain it. I don't like capture the flag. It's my least favorite game mode. Oh, and then wow. if you go into quick play, you can't filter it out. 
um, right. unless I'm mistaken. No, you can't. Like, it's kind of, you know, one of, yeah. So I feel like I've been playing a lot of Capture the Flag when I go to quick play, and I'm like, ah, darn it, this again. Well, how, come <laughs> so, you how come you don't um, like it? Just curious. I, I, I'm not I the know. biggest fan either. I, okay. Don't make her feel bad. No, I, I, I'm not going to feel bad. I'm just, <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. No, it's okay. He's just asking why. Um, yeah, no, I think, I think because as an individual, it's hard to play capture the flag sure. because you have some people who mm-hmm. kind of like myself, I just want to, sh- I mean, this makes me sound psychotic. I just want to shoot someone. Like, right. you know, <laughs> um, like, <laughs> I don't really care about the objective as much, but you have to kind of like designate roles like, you know, okay, this person is going to go for the flag. This person's going to guard them. These well, people are going to kind of help keep them off, defend well, the flag. Like, yeah. I mean, to your point, we played last night, we played big team battle. And I know what you said it was, this was in quick play, but we played <laughs> big team battle and capture the flag on one of the larger maps. And Jeff and our friend was sitting back on defense and he was wrecking it. Right, Jeff, you were just, we, we finished top two in the leader. I enjoy denying joy. To other people oh, so much so it's like you so think much. you got i can this? confirm that that's right <laughs> it's like oh you think you're going to bring this home how about this and yeah. uh you know then that that was me being but you but you thing. also you also and take it the extra level where you're like you're kind of you're you're kind of stealth you you let them pick up the flag to get that adrenaline rush of i just got the flag and then you swoop in and, <laughs> and bam. as soon as they turn around yeah, yeah i want like i am yeah. imagining yeah I'm imagining that they're like, what happened? Like, that's what I want. It's sort of, uh, I don't know. I just enjoy that part of it. And it took a long time because Capture the Flag is just not generally something I really enjoyed. And I found it more, especially on the big team battles, um, being able to be that spoiler just provides me, maybe I'm psychotic too. Um, it, It provides me that joy in being able to like sort of defend the house. And I don't know. I like it. All right. Well, anyway, so we're, we're all playing Halo, and now we're going to be playing Halo Infinite, uh, the campaign, for the next uh, multiple, multiple days. Looking forward to that. And I'm going to, you know, I'm traveling. You know, I'm tra- I know, Jeff, you're not going. And I know, Rebecca, you're not going down to the Game Awards on Thursday, but I'm going to be down there. So I'll, I think I'll take uh, my yes. device with me so we can, uh, so I can at least play a little bit uh, on, the, on the plane and whatnot. Do we want to talk about the Game Awards? Do we want to, yeah. you know, talk about... I- you know, is this I hashtag Halo was robbed? Or uh, excuse me, hashtag Forza was robbed. Forza, well, so <laughs> Forza. I mean, should Forza have been in the game of the year? I mean, look, the judges pick with the judges pick, and I there's no collusion or anything there. They're just individually put in where, and you know, they might be. Uh, they put in what they put in. It is what it is. But in the People's Choice, um, where right. the Players Voice Award, um, it's now narrowed down to the final three, and that final three. I believe I'm just is um, or it's down there. They're to the final five and Forza Horizon five is in there. Halo infinite is in there. Uh, It takes two Metroid dread and resident evil village. I cannot complain about any of those games being in, you know, final contention for game of the year. Cause these, I mean, these are my favorite gaming experiences of the year. I haven't played dread yet. I'm saving that for Christmas. I have a trip coming up, but these are the games everyone's been talking about that we've been enjoying. Um, And so, the players are being heard. And right now, as we speak, Halo Infinite has a healthy lead um, of 36%. Mm-hmm. Uh, so may might take uh, back the player's voice. But I think this is one of those things where it really well, is, like the nominations are what's most interesting. Um, where it ends up, it ends up. It's not yeah. going to change your life or anything like that. Obviously, if you made the game, you want to win, of course. But right. um, there were some really interesting categories and uh, this was just a great year, I would say. You know, when we came in, I know certain games, they, their their timelines might have moved and things from last year moved into this year. But at, at the end of the day, some really, really cool games. Yeah, I mean, to your point, we've had a heck of a year with Psychonauts and Flight Simulator and, you know, the list goes, I mean, I think I, th- I think we're at work for 20 awards, 20 awards in these, in this very, across the categories, the Xbox Game Studios titles. 20 nominees, that's the most of any publisher. Um, and then I did see um, a- an opinion piece on, I think it was on gamesindustry.biz, uh, which says Xbox is the game publisher of uh, 2021. Obviously, it's great for everyone. Uh, I love, you know, even if you don't have a console and you're playing on PC, that you yep. get to play these games. But overall, a, a gr- great year to be an Xbox fan. Yes. Yeah, but... There's also a lot of really good titles that were up for um, like different like indie titles this year. Um, I think a bunch mm-hmm. of them, we actually had them on the show. Um, yep. 
but I know it's like, it takes two, 12 minutes. I mean, we didn't have those ones on the show or maybe, maybe we, we did. did. Yeah, we did. Um, I did, I did, adjust we did. Yeah. Uh, Sable. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Artful but Escape there were a lot of really good well. indie games that came out this year too. Oh, right. Artful Escape. Yeah. Did you play the Artful Escape, Jeff? Yeah, did you finish it? Rebecca, did you finish it? Mm-mm, I didn't. I did. Yeah. Uh, I think it was it one out. of the most interesting. Well, remember we interviewed Johnny Galvatron a few weeks back. <laughs> you interviewed Johnny Galvatron. You just recovered <laughs> from that interview. I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> he was amazing. And I had just beaten the game right before that. And um, uh, for some folks, I mean, this was definitely one of easily top five, like most memorable game. Yeah. Because like, I never really played anything like it. And there's a, a few folks that I've talked to, like Gary Witta over at uh, Kind of Funny Xcast, where he said, this is his game of the year. There's really just nothing like it's an experience more than you would just call it just a, a game. And it was nominated for best score, best music, best art direction. Uh, it's part of Xbox Game Pass. I want to say I beat it in four hours, maybe two or three different sessions sitting down. Uh, got most of the achievements. Um, highly recommend it. It's just, there was a lot of, like you said, Rebecca, interesting indie experiences. I love that um, the soundtrack for Sable was by Japanese Breakfast, who is having had an incredible so, year. Yeah. Um, and so um, uh, then Deathloop, I'm just looking now, best performance. Oh, like, yeah, of course. Good luck choosing this. You're, uh, um, uh, Giancarlo Esposito was nominated for Anton Castillo. A friend of the um, show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then two yeah. of the, the nominees, <laughs> yes, two of the nominees for from Deathloop, uh, the, the actor who played uh, Colt Vaughn and Juliana, if you played that, which was oh such a good game, and those those two just dominated. Like, how do you choose between the two of them? Yeah, and then uh, Lady Dimitrescu also got the invitation uh, <laughs> for her her role, which was which was uh, very memorable as well. So I I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to look back at 2021. It's just like wow, there were so many good things, and there's still games that I still haven't gotten to play yet. But, that I'm hoping over Christmas to be well, able to catch up to. Well, the good news is is that you know Jeff and we've all been in the in the games industry for quite some time. But it's usually after a console gets released, you know, it's usually the f- second year and the third year where things really start to, they yeah. start to really understand, the developers understand the hardware and they start to do interesting things. So this wasn't even the sophomore year. We just passed the freshman year of the hardware. So it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens. I Yes, but most of the games that were nominated, I think all almost all the game of the year uh, titles we're cross generation. Yes. And I think it, it shows that it wasn't just, well, Forza Horizon 5, I think is still the best looking game ever created. It's always a moving target. Yeah. Um, and it looks, of course, incredible on Xbox Series X. Um, a lot of this was the story, it was the gameplay. And I think that it's it's less of that where, like, oh, the you know, launch titles are slow and it takes a while because everyone's playing on different devices and pe- there it wasn't a generational switch for for pc yep. players i mean they might have gotten a new graphics card in the last year or two if they could get a hold of one but um I, like i played death loop on a last generation card on the 20 2080 i want to say and so i was playing at 1440p still one of my favorite games of the year absolutely a top five game of the year and then death store which has been uh mentioned as a, a, a one of the best games of the oh, year. oh yeah i forgot about that one Two people, remember that two people made that. We, we, I think we had an interview earlier yeah. last year. Fun game, absolutely yeah, fantastic yeah. game. And again, and it looked good and it was stylized, but it wasn't just about the horsepower or necessarily understanding. Yes, I think I agree with what you said that three years into the generation is when you see people really start to to push the new hardware as far as it can go um, and can can do amazing things. But this was not, like you said, a sophomore slump year by by any stretch of the imagination. No. No. All right. Let's uh, let's can we take a break now. We got to get into the interview because I got Joe State in this interview, which I think people are want to hear. Jeff, you want to say more something? Halo. Yeah. More Halo. <laughs> well, like you said, uh, it's we're celebrating with the special show. It is Halo Infinite campaign launch day, and we're going to be speaking with uh, one of the most prominent people behind Halo Infinite's campaign. The head of creative, Joe Staten, one of the nicest guys in the industry, and I can't wait to hear what he's got to say about the journey you're going to be taking with Master Chief. Exciting day. Halo Infinite is now available in uh, in most areas. Joining us today, Joe Staten. Joe, good to see you. Larry, always good to see you. How you been? I've been great. Last time I had you on here, I think it was back in June or July. We were talking it was about a bit. it was yeah, a ways ago. It was a ways ago. We we're talking about a little bit about the the campaign, what you had revealed now. But here we are. The game for most for most regions, depending upon when you're listening to this, is available now. Congratulations on the launch. 
Thank you very much. It is indeed rolling out all around the world. People are probably already playing the campaign. Uh, that just super exciting. Also a huge relief for everybody on the team that we've reached this moment, but, but more than relief, definitely a lot of excitement and, and pride on the team for, for getting this game done and getting it done well. So I hope everybody's having a fun time playing. Well, it's interesting because we've had we've had a little bit of ha- the taste of Halo for a few weeks now. When you kind of shadow dropped the multiplayer for the 20th anniversary, which That's Joe, right. correct me if I'm wrong, but you were you've been at Halo, you've been on, working on the Halo franchise since the very beginning. You certainly have worked on other things, but you were there at the beginning, and you used to live in Chicago when we, when Microsoft bought Bungie, and then we moved y'all out, right? Yes, <laughs> I was one of the original Chicago gang that came out um, in that first. Uh, and that acquisition of Bungie by Microsoft long ago, back in 2000, I believe. Right. Uh, yeah, worked on the original Halo games, took a little break from Halo after Reach, and then came back for for Infinite. And, and really, that was why we released the multiplayer early. One of the reasons was just to celebrate the 20th anniversary of right. Xbox and Halo and, and have just a wonderful surprise for fans. Although, almost wasn't a surprise over that weekend, that last weekend, there was a whole bunch of stuff that went down where... <laughs> I started to leak, um, but we were glad we kept it largely under wraps yeah. until that day. And then, of course, it was a beta, too. Um, and we really wanted to treat it as such, you know, get feedback from players, test out new things, um, make adjustments. And, yeah, we've already made adjustments to multiplayer. We'll keep making adjustments. So it was a really good fun time for fans, but also a super useful beta period for us as a studio. Your, you know, your role in the Halo universe is so significant. And I want to thank you on behalf of all the gamers. You know, Halo was the reason that so many people bought the original Xbox. Uh, and it was it was one of the reasons that so many people signed up for Xbox Live with Halo 2. When you as somebody who's in charge of a lot of the Halo world, mm-hmm. how do you how did you think about the this this single campaign experience and then splitting it off? You know, now you, with the Halo Two multiplayer, and certainly multiplayer has been its own thing. Mm-hmm. But how do you look on both sides of the fence on the single player versus the multiplayer from your creative standpoint? Well, it is definitely a full time job to keep an eye on both sides of those things. But I'm just one person on a really big super talented team. And fortunately, I work with a lot of great people who absolutely are paying close attention to each individual experience. Um, This time around, multiplayer, sure, it still is Halo. There's still a shared sandbox of weapons and vehicles, equipment, abilities between campaign and multiplayer. But this is the first time we've gone completely free to play for multiplayer as well. And so that really does make a big difference in terms of just how we look at the game, how we need to think about player progression, how we think about our playlists, all kinds of things. Um, Really, once you invite in a big audience through free to play, uh, it really does change fundamentally a lot of the ways that you look at how to yeah, operate that side of, of Halo. But it still is this core Halo experience. It still has that super tight, fun gameplay that everybody expects from a Halo game. So in many ways, it feels the same as it ever was from a creative point of view in terms of trying to keep it true to that core Halo feeling, that core Halo experience. But there are new there are new concerns that we have as well, new things we got to keep our eye on. We we look at the we look at the um the campaign which as we said is out and, and available now it's available yeah. to everyone on Game Pass so Xbox Game Pass PC right. Game Pass on cloud so it's available a, a, a variety of, of ways what what what's it been like working on this franchise from a storytelling perspective and mm. how how have you evolved Chief over the years Master Chief over the years the, the protagonist. Well, one of the wonderful things uh, that happened before I joined the Halo Infinite team is they had already dug in and really set down all the foundations for the Halo Infinite story. So me coming on board, yes, in the past, I've done a lot of writing, done a lot of cinematic work, done a lot of that um, storytelling work for Halo games. But when I arrived, the story was essentially set. And what I did is I came in and helped the team double down on parts of the story that were already working really well and add additional things on top to just um, plus up what they already had going. So for me personally, it was a slightly different way to join the Halo storytelling effort, but it was a really wonderful way too, because when I first started playing the campaign, I instantly recognized this story feels very much like a Halo story. This team is doing something really novel and interesting with it. They found this balance between telling a epic story, but also an intimate story too, in the relationship between the Master Chief and 
the weapon. You see a new side to Chief that you haven't really seen before. So, yeah, I, I just was super excited to jump in with a very talented team and see the work that they had done and just do what I can, do what I could to help them find ways to, to make it even better. Yeah, I mean, that's I've, I've had the chance. I, and to be clear, as we record this, I've only played the first level. Um, I haven't had the yeah. chance to, to to complete the game. And I think I don't know if I told you this story, but I famously have told mm-hmm. this story many times in the community how when you were working, when your team was working on Halo 2, yeah. I had come over to your offices. I don't know if I told you the story. I'd come over to your offices in Millennium, if you remember that. And mm-hmm. I was I was waiting. To, I think I was meeting with Brian Gerard Sketch. And yeah. I was in one of the conference rooms, and I mistakenly looked at the whiteboard, and there were major moments on the campaign. So I got it spoiled for me in a very rare way. So That's I've been funny. super sensitive to not like I know you guys have done some take home and and tweet. I really haven't wanted to see it until frankly this week because I know that it's mostly done because I respect your storytelling and what the engineers and what the artists and the storytellers have done and I want to experience the way you want me yeah. to experience it. I don't want to have bugs in it. <laughs> yeah, I you know what I I apologized from long ago when we ruined the whole Halo Two experience for you and there are some pretty big spoilers in that story to be to be clear just with playing the Arbiter for the first time all those right. all those kinds of things so i'm glad that you've gone in largely spoiler free that shows very serious discipline larry on your part to just like not not learn anything not watch anything just go in blind i mean that's listen i halo always has a big spotlight on it there are always links. Right. there are always spoilers out there um and i know that's frustrating for for fans when you when you're a fan of the franchise and you just want to go in cold um so I, man, that's that's amazing. I'm glad you've been able to keep hermetically sealed and not really been exposed to some of that some of that stuff because we don't want to ruin it for right. people. We do want people to go in and and enjoy it their own way for the for the first time. So so yeah, but now it's now it's out for everybody. So um, I think it's spoiler spoilers are now completely uh, fair game. So you better play quick, Larry. You better yeah, I know. keep on pushing, keep on pushing through the campaign. I know. And the, and the, so it's interesting because when I was playing the campaign for the first first level or so all of a sudden power seeds made sense you know i've been playing oh. power seeds in the multiplayer right. for three or four weeks right. and all of a sudden i'm like oh yeah. that's what it you'll so that's not really yeah. a spoiler <laughs> See, that's that deep lore larry that's that yeah. deep lore that connective tissue that all you know ties it all together <laughs> you, you know so you know when you when you look at the when you look at the game here it's it's an interesting it's so different now than it was you know, when Halo 2, 1, 2, 3, four, when they all launched, because then it was like you ship it and forget it and you move on to the next game, maybe a patch. But here it's it's going to live on for a little bit in terms of I'm sure you guys are going to tweak it a little bit and make it better. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, we now have this this constant feedback loop. I mean, I know you're on Twitter. Yeah. You and I have chatted on Twitter and I, I can put yeah. your yeah. I'll put your uh, I'll put your uh, Twitter handle up here. You know, what's that feedback like? loop like for you as somebody who's so close to the franchise and has been so close to the franchise for a long time? Well, Halo has always been about the community and and our fans. You know, if it weren't for the millions of people all around the world that play Halo games and enjoy those games, I mean, none of us would have uh, jobs <laughs> on the Halo team. Like I, I learned very early on uh, in my career that uh, you know, I and other people might be making these games, but we're not making them for ourselves. We're making them for the for people who who play. So I've always really enjoyed that community conversation. As Halo has gotten more popular, as you know, whole new generations of people have jumped in. You know, over twenty years, and the audience has grown bigger and bigger. It has been more challenging to yeah. to have a conversation with our with our community because it's just so diverse in in many ways. We have fans who've been there since the beginning. We have fans that are just joining in now, you know, today, perhaps even through Game Pass or on PC, experiencing Halo Infinite for the first time and just navigating those waters and trying to really um, uh, get a handle on what those important issues are for the community. Some right. days, some days it's tough to really tease that out. Some days it's really easy. Like when people tell us, hey, your battle pass could use improvements. <laughs> it's very easy to say, we agree, and yeah. we are working on those improvements, which we are. We've already shipped a couple rounds of, sure. of progression tweaks, and we're going to keep on looking at that and come back in January after we've all taken a couple weeks off um, and continue to dig in and work and make things better. So, yeah, I mean, I would way rather hear from our fans and our players um, what they clearly like and what they clearly don't like, because as a designer, as a creative person, now I have something to work with. Now I, now I understand. Um, and, of course, we also look at... Um, more hard quantitative data like game telemetry or, or user research data um, 
to help us really get a well-rounded sense of uh, what needs to be what needs to be fixed and addressed. But like I said, Halo has always been about the community of Halo fans. We've always made this game for them. And we're certainly not going to stop doing that now. I think you said something like we might have a, you know, like a couple updates planned or like a few things to do. Larry, Halo is infinite. Yeah. Halo keeps on going on and on forever. So kidding aside, it's never really going to stop. This community yeah. conversation is always going to keep going. Um, and I'm super happy to be to be part of it and keep learning and 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 hearing what needs to be better. What, what and to be, to, be, to be crystal clear, because yeah. I think sometimes people in our community here, like, oh, they're learning, they're listening. Like, don't they don't they already know the stuff that needs to get fixed? And the answer is, yeah, we got a pretty good idea at this point of the things that we haven't that we haven't done. Like, we still have promises we need to keep. We need to ship campaign co op. We need to ship forge. You know, we need to keep digging in on the free-to-play side and and making that experience even better than it is today. So I don't want any fans who are watching this to think, um, oh, you know, there's not a, a clear picture on our side sure. about that list of things we need to go after. We got we got a good list. Um, and when we come back in 22, we're going to keep on digging in and, and making it happen. When, when- when people are, you know, they're they're, you know, game new game pass subscribers, or maybe someone new to Xbox, or maybe new to XCloud, they're looking at Halo and they've heard of Halo, but they haven't really played all mm. the games before. Do you recommend that someone goes back and starts with the with the Master Chief Collection and goes one, two, three, four, you know, region, so on and so forth, or how, or do you do you say, you know what, jump in and do your, you know, you know, roll your own adventure, mm. as it were? What do you recommend? Right. Well, the good news is I think Halo Infinite is a great place to enter the Halo universe if you never played a Halo game before. Sure, will it will it help to have played previous Halo games? We maybe um, have a deeper understanding of the world or some of the, the conflict. Yeah, abs- absolutely. But if you know nothing about the Halo universe, I really think if you don't want to play any other Halo games, you can jump in with Halo Infinite, get up to speed really quickly, and have a really fun, really fun time. You won't feel like you're 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 missing too much of yeah. the story that's already been told. Um, for people who do have, who play Halo Infinite, maybe, and are curious about the other Halo games, I nothing really makes me happier as a Halo developer to know that there exists this well-curated collection of games, many of which have been up to much higher graphical quality, um, and that all lives in the Master Chief collection. I mean, how... Inside of Game we, Pass. <laughs> how, inside of Game Pass. Like, it's all, it's all sitting there for you to play. And how, how fortunate are, are we as developers that... You know, people have gone in and spent time to Im- improve games that are, in some cases, like almost tw- 20 years old, or literally 20 years old in the case of Halo Halo 1. So if you've got the time jumping into Game Pass, pick Game Pass, playing Master Chief Collection, I highly recommend it. They're very good games, I, I believe, impartially. <laughs> well worth your time. Um, but it's not a requirement to go back yeah. and play those yeah. games. I guess I would recommend, if you've never played a Halo game, jump in and play Halo Infinite. If you love what you see, then yep, start at the beginning, play all the Master Chief story and some of the other stories with Reach and ODST that have been told as well. There's just a lot of great hours of gameplay um, to go in and play. I also want to congratulate you. You know, first of all, shipping the game always a big deal. So congrats on that. But also congratulations this week. A lot of the review embargoes have lifted. We're seeing the reviews. I mean, I think it was the Washington Post called it 10 out of 10. And there's been a lot of really, really yep. remarkable yep. ratings coming out. That's also got to feel really good that you're seeing that 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 reception. It is. It is. I'm very thankful for the positive reviews. I'm hope that everybody on the Halo team feels pride and just maybe can breathe a sigh of relief. Shipping a big game like Halo can be incredibly stressful. Not can be. It is incredibly stressful for people on the team, especially folks who've been working on it for many, many years now. But what I love most about the reaction inside of 343 was we had a moment where everybody went, wow, that's that, that's amazing. Like we breathed our sigh of relief. There was this moment of excitement. And then everybody just kept working on the game. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I said on Twitter, like my favorite thing about the day when reviews came out is 9 a.m. bug triage kicked off as usual. The same people showed up. We looked at the open issues, you know, what those things were that right. we were seeing in community sentiment or in our data. We had, you know, a, a patch that we're planning to roll out for the for the for the game and, you know, subsequent updates and all of those wheels, all of that same process of people just continuing to dig in, do what's right for players put in solid plans. I was just so impressed with the studio to be able to have a moment of excitement and then just just be professional and get back and get back to work. Now, 
that was a few days ago. We knew we still had to ship this game. So that was probably, probably part of it. We're going to have a party with the whole studio tomorrow. Right. Um, just get together and give each other big, big hugs in a safe way and, um, and have a proper celebration. But, but yeah, it is an exciting moment for sure. But we also know it's the beginning of this journey that we're on with players where we need to continue to make good on our promises, like I said earlier, and also deliver great seasons of new content. Um, and we're super fired up to do that. Well, you should be. And I, I, I want to just recommend that folks, whether you talked about the Master Chief Collection, which is available in Game Pass now, which is an incredible collection of games. And, and it's mm-hmm. frankly your resume in some regards. Um, uh, but but with Infinite especially is, you know, as, a, as gamers, we like to go through and get the achievements and get to the boss mm-hmm. battle or what have you, kind of yep. get through the... But I just, I and I do this with a lot of these big titles, like all the Halo titles I've done is just stop. Hmm. Go through it. Take a moment. Look around. Enjoy yeah. the environment that Joe and his team have created, this amazing universe. And, th- and you know, just really t- soak it in and absorb the fact that there's artists that have, have, have worked many years of their lives to get, right. bring you that level. Don't run through it in 30 seconds. You know, <laughs> just, just enjoy it. There's there's so much, so much amazing work to soak in as gamers. And, yeah, we're going to have a great story. We're going to have great combat moments yeah, and things right. like that. Yeah. But I, I like to kind of step back after the after the dust settles and after the 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 purple blood has been spilled, kind of just kind of just walk around and and enjoy what you guys have built. So I want to thank you for that. Well, that's, that's wonderful to hear Larry. And I mean, for all the artists on the team, all the designers on the team, everybody engineers, I mean, we're all, I often remind the team, like we're all in this together. It doesn't matter yeah. what your particular discipline is. We're all telling this story of halo together. We're all creating this experience together. And that's really the wonder and magic of being on a game team is just watching all these different kinds of people, you know, put together this, this unified ex- experience. There's really nothing, nothing else like it, which is why I love working in this industry so yeah. much. I think Halo Infinite, in more than any other Halo game, allows you that opportunity to explore a vast world, to find little pockets of, of, of interesting artistic and design choices that every time I play the game, I always run into something completely different that I haven't seen before. I poke into yeah. a little corner of the world, I see something that's been set up by someone, and there's also a hugely dynamic and reactive sandbox too. So even sure. like setups that you might find are always a little bit always a little bit different but it's this big beautiful world with a with a day night cycle with with you know ambient life running around little space gophers and and birds and i mean there's moments in halo infinite where you can just stop take in the world um and just enjoy its beauty like 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 you say i think that's something that really sets this experience apart there were certainly moments of pause and sure. lower intensity in previous halo games but it was a fairly linear experience from from mission to mission halo infinite does have linear missions but it also has these these moments where you can just yeah sit back relax and just enjoy this yeah. this this beautiful world laid out in front of you with so much love and care by the people who built it and that's where they wanted to get and i i i knew i needed to let you go because it's getting late and you need to get to celebrate i also want to give a special shout out because we've seen it in the multiplayer and i i've mm. seen it i've heard it in the multiplayer and i've heard it in the single player is yeah. the audio team at 343 the audio oh, is yeah. so yeah. i mean i'm not talking music yeah. music is great but i'm just saying yeah. All the sounds sound so good. I've got to get them on here. They just do such an amazing work job. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I, h- huge kudos to our audio team, um, sound designers, composers, everybody who worked on it um, yeah. on the audio side. Our voice actors as well. I mean, yeah. I think that the whole audio experience this time around is, is just fantastic. I mean, Halo Audio has always been yep. a true hallmark of the game. But I think this time um, it's especially it's especially good. So yeah, that whole team deserves a, a big old pat on the back for a job. Incredibly, incredibly well done. And I'm, I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can hear, you can hear so much of it in the single, or excuse me, in the multiplayer that we've been playing for a few weeks and just yep. the, way, the way the weapons sound and the vehicle yeah. sound and the universe yeah. and the space go, I mean, the whole thing, it's just, right. it's just, it just feels so right. And it's one of those things that yeah. it's not, if it wasn't there, it would, it would be so obvious, but when it's there, it just feels right. But anyway, Joe, I really appreciate, I really appreciate your time today. It's always great to have you on. Congratulations to everyone at 343 on launching Halo Infinite. Check it out in Game Pass now. And uh, Joe, we'll get you on maybe next year in 2022 to talk about some of those updates. How's that sound? That would be great. That sounds good. Thanks, Larry. 
Thank you, Joseph, for joining the show. Um, everyone, Halo Infinite multiplayer and campaign available now to play by the time you're watching and listening to this. Also Maybe on Game Pass. Halo. Also on Game Pass. <laughs> so. <laughs> so while I was watching this interview, and it was a great interview, I was, I was thinking about uh, Rebecca's lunch and how good it was, and I was <laughs> Where is this going? <laughs> I ended up ordering Chipotle, and where this all connects together oh, I see. is yeah, but, oh, Halo oh, Infinite has a connection with Chipotle. So between now and December 31st, if you use the Chipotle app or you order online and you use Halo code 117, you get five challenge swaps, which if you're aiming for the challenges, sometimes you get one that's like, oh, it's sniper kills or something that I'm not going to get that. Uh, you can swap it out for something <laughs> that is maybe more achievable for you. So. Um, we're huge Chipotle fans in this house. Big fan of the cauliflower rice. It's really good. Can uh, I give you my hack? I talk, mm. Yes, go, go, go. My Chipotle hack? No, this is great. Yeah. Seriously. Oh, I want Oh, I've got one too. So let's see. Can't, when can't I go there, <laughs> when I go there, I don't order the bowl or the burrito or the salad. I order the kids' meal. The kids' How's meal. That hack? Because it's most people don't think to order the kids' meal because it's a kids. But the, those burritos are always so big and the bowls are so big. I, sometimes I don't want all that food. I just want a nice, tidy sum. Rebecca, I think you agree with me. Maybe. Do you see that face? Um, no one's agreeing with you. I Okay. My hack is to get yeah. you more food. Uh, and so what I do when I go to Chipotle is I get, I'll get like half chicken, half steak, or half carnitas. And I feel like you get more than one. It's like 0.5 plus 0.5 equals like 1.5. So that's what I, I yeah, always that's actually, and you get that. Well, I'm just going to tell you the reason I go. That's what I do too. Yeah. The reason I go my route is because you get, you get a couple of, you get some protein, you can get some rice or some salsa, the cheese, the whole thing. But you also get a tiny little bag of chips and a drink for five fifty. At least that's oh, what it is in Seattle. I didn't know you get chips with the that's, kids. You get this little tiny, cool. you get a tiny little bag and it usually has like six or eight in them. Just enough so you're not sitting there dumping the whole bag down your throat. I'm telling you, their chips okay, plus, plus the hot salsa is just like, I know I go into like, I black out and then I wake up and it's all gone. <laughs> I'm just telling you that's, that's, that's the key is you get all of this stuff for five, at least again in Seattle for five and a half bucks. It's, it's, it's the only way to live. All right. Well, okay. I will just say, Actually, if you do that's order a pretty online, decent hack. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Use code HALO117, no space, and you get those extra challenge slots. You'll get a code, and you can pop it in, and you get some extra challenge slots. You do routinely unlock those through your battle pass, but more is good because there's plenty of times where I'm just burning through, and I'm like, nope, can't do that. Nope, can't do that. There we go. We're there. Uh, There's also a Chipotle Challenger series that'll be going on um, this weekend, and uh, there's been a lot of really cool competitions. Uh, there'll be a show match next Wednesday, and it's got some of the biggest names in uh, multiplayer shooters: Tim the Tatman, Nade Shot, Nade Myth, Cloaksy. So it will be really fun. We had a really cool one last week where we had uh, Doctor Lupo and um, uh, Legion. I know you're a big uh, a friend Legion. of the show, yeah. uh, Jordan from uh, you know Legion, who did very well, went pretty far in his show, and is a really cool competition there. I'm just reminded of one thing, actually, Larry. I got to see you this week because it's right next to the Chipotle uh, in Seattle. That's one of them. Is the Razor Store? Ooh, Jeff and I opened the Razor Store. We went to the Ooh. we went to the grand opening this weekend, and I ended up picking up this the full screen official Halo Infinite headset. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like looking. Come on, Larry. Thank you for directing, Rebecca. <laughs> I ended up picking. I was so excited the, about uh, it. Ra- I didn't even see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I picked up the Razer Hyrule Pro. They had all kinds of stuff. You know what was really cool about the store in general is for most of, I would say, every controller that we've um, released in the last year, all of the series controllers, the uh, the red one, the shock blue one, the, the Forza Horizon 5 one, they had a base, a charging base for each one of them. That one yep. um, oh, that matched cool. perfectly. And so if you, you want it to like look perfect and, and also to charge is functional. Yeah. Cause it's got, it's got, it's got a rechargeable, one. it's got a rechargeable module that goes in back to replace that. So yeah. you just, just try. What's going on there? I can turn. <laughs> Sorry. Lower your side. I'm like, Oh, let me hit the yeah. mute. <laughs> um, 
Anyway, well, that, that, thank you. That's right, Jeff. We had a good time at the Razor store. Um, I got a nice note from Min Lee, the CEO of Razor, just thanking me for going out and supporting it. It was always good to hear from Quite Min. the name drop here, Larry. They're good friends I, of the show. Me, I went to the store. Larry, I got a nice note from the CEO. I'm, not, I'm just telling you that that's that's anyway uh that we'll have to go down there when you get back to seattle we'll down the university district down near the university of washington rebecca we can go check it out down oh, there nice. and as jeff points yeah, out cool. it's right next to chipotle we can go get the kids meal and the chips and the drink it really is <laughs> yes, or am i half and half um anyway we got we got some news here we got to get going here because we gotta i gotta get on a plane to go to the vga to the vgas to the game awards so jeff why don't you you want to get started actually rebecca who's, who's got the first news bit do you have it I can go first. All right, go ahead. I'll let you go first. <laughs> yeah, so this week, um, Garfield was revealed as a new character for Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Um, so he'll be coming uh, this Thursday, so tomorrow, by the time y'all listen to Do this. Do you know what I have? Um, it's an Anne. You know what I have? <laughs> you Here have a trailer. Here we go. Let's talk. Let's not, <laughs> let's not say it. Let's show it. Go ahead. <laughs> Patrick does oh not stand gosh. a chance here. <laughs> Are they just going to look hungrily at each other? Oh, so cute. Is, um, but yeah, you're also, playing on a lasagna theme uh, <laughs> Oh, I didn't even notice that. That's a good catch. Yeah. So Garfield, okay, so he comes with his own um, hungry level. It's perfect. He's in a Pyrex. Mm, I don't know. That doesn't look like a New York slice, though. It looks, looks a little Yeah, it looks, a little looks, like, a, looks like a saddle Seattle slice. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> um, but also Bonus this week in honor of the TGA nomination, yeah. <laughs> um, in honor of the TGA nomination this week um, for Nickelodeon All Star Brawl, it's on sale um, for thirty percent off Sunday, Thursday through Sunday. So if you haven't already checked it out, this would be a good time, um, and you can check out new Garfield character and level. <laughs> I feel like I just want to keep playing this, right? <laughs> see I know it's pretty see cute. It looks better than us. <laughs> see what see what Garfield see what looks like. Do. He's in good shape. Oh, Patrick's you know, off the I, end. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, you're, you're, you yeah, know what, Jeff? You called it. Showing Patrick off the end there. Um, anyway, thank you, for, thank you for that, Rebecca. That's kind of fun stuff. All right, what else we got? Jeffrey, you got some other headlines uh, queued up over there? So uh, I, you're going to be flying down, presumably with you know other CEOs and and glitterati to the game awards. Uh, well, what about show. us? I'll be yeah. sitting in. I'll be sitting yes. in coach with everyone else. <laughs> well, you know what we'll be doing <laughs> is enjoying the ID at Xbox Winter Game Fest demo. So this is part of uh, combining with the the game awards, and and uh, we did this last year. So. When you go to an industry event like GDC or E3, you know when we had everyone together, you would get to play games that were they were just early builds, they were demos, they were not something that was necessarily released to the public, and yeah. it might be a level or a vertical slice of a game or something like that. And that was one of the most fun parts is to see something that was in progress and to see what it becomes. And now you get to do that at home. So we have uploaded over forty demos of independent games. Now, these are like typical game demos. They're, these are literally what you would play at something like a GDC showcase or something like that or at, uh, on the show floor at a PAX or a, a Gamescom. And so um, this is really going to show you sometimes a very early look at some games that are going to be coming out uh, down the line uh, from indie devs. So there's a lot of really cool ones. We have uh, our eyes on a few games like uh, Loot River. Death Trash, which actually looks really cool, uh, Black Tail, and um, and Tale of Biston. These are uh, and one more that has like this really cool looking whale. Nobody saves the world. These are the games that we'll be talking about. This is, you know, the next Death's Door might be in this. Could be. Group. We just and, don't know. And so try it out. Uh, and the best part is, is the creators of these games they want to hear from you. So play, and uh, we sort of connect to the different uh, developers. Give them their feedback. What did you like? What do you right. want to see more of? And it's really cool to be able to get this opportunity at home uh, to to try out all these different games. And again, there's 40 of them. So go for it. All right. Nice. You know, I miss that, you know, at PAX or at E3, like going and trying out the indie games. Because, you know, you try out the AAA titles, like the people who are working at the booth, like they honestly mm -hmm. don't really care. They're just trying to get you in and out as fast as possible. But the the indie devs like they actually do you know they kind of come in they're like hey, you, when you think? when you walk you up know? to when you walk <laughs> up to a kiosk it's usually the person who the the art director the developer yeah. the, it's somebody really close to the game if not the single person mm -hmm. that's developing the game so you're right there is a, there is a great yeah. moment there too 
missed that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. You would just walk by and be like, oh, that game looks cool. Let me find out about it. And like you said, you find yourself talking to the game director. Uh, one of the games that we first showed when we first showed that first group of games from Xbox Series X and S was Chorus. Uh, game about a, a sentient uh, spaceship, uh, and you do some uh, cool dogfights and stuff like that. It's a space shooter. But that game is out <laughs> now for Xbox, uh, for Xbox One and Xbox Series X and S. Looks really cool. I've seen some really cool footage and some streamers playing it. So I wanted to make sure uh, you keep an eye out for that. It's running, of course, at 4K60, and it is available at a, uh, a reasonable price of $39.99 from our friends at Deep Silver. Lastly, I'm going to call out some updates, very prominent updates. We know that a uh, new map for Warzone, that's, that just released today. Yep. And so uh, a lot of people are streaming that. This weekend was uh, the beginning of Chapter 3 for Fortnite, where we saw some really cool stuff. We saw The Rock intro uh, introduced, which was long been suspected. Uh, Spider-Man's in the game. It's just amazing uh, how they're able to completely reboot the map in interesting ways. The whole map flooded, and yep. you know, it was a cool event for everybody, and now everyone's jumping into to chapter three, every new chapter, I end up jumping in and buying a bunch of new skins because uh, they, the, the, the way they integrate stuff into that world is just so cool. Lastly, finally, this year we celebrated the 20th anniversary of Xbox, 20th anniversary of Halo. It's the 30th anniversary of Bungie who created those first That's few right. Halo games. And they're doing some really cool stuff within Destiny 2 um, where you can Zer lets you uh puts you to the test in a number of different interesting games and you can basically loot around zer being the one who uh would always let you buy every week show up on thursdays i want to say and and hang out for the weekend and you could buy cool legendaries and exotics uh so there's some really cool stuff happening now there's a uh an ode to the loot cave from the original destiny yeah. oh where i we remember that larry so there's uh, there's something really cool with that that they've added, and then and this was a something I'm very excited about. They they're bringing back the Gallerhorn, which was like this crazy exotic rocket launcher uh, that was. I was so happy when I got Gallerhorn because I missed it the first time, and then I got it from Zer a couple months in, and uh, that and Icebreaker were my two favorite Destiny One weapons. So it's back. It's got some new tricks, and that's all I need to hear to jump back into Destiny Two because right. I want Gallerhorn. Bungie, Halo, we got all sorts of news this week. I'm looking forward to uh, watching the watching the or being in the Game Awards. So I'll be uh, tweeting from that as well. So look for whatever happens at that will be pretty interesting. So got a lot to lot to do this week. We'll be back next week. Next week's our final show of 2021 because we've got to do some things. So hopefully we can all reconvene here in the uh, next week and kind of get back to kind of wrap up the year so we're going to talk about some of the, our favorite games of the year favorite moments of the year and and things along those lines you guys have any final things before we wrap up <laughs> no <it's> just <laughs> sorry didn't mean Wait, to catch you off guard there my my, uh, my I, xbox has been idling for so long that it turned off i know i noticed that yeah go ahead rebecca <laughs> i'm gonna go play the campaign oh no i was just gonna say i'm i'm curious to hear what people have been thinking of halo infinite multiplayer so far uh, if they have any tips feel free to leave them in the comments um but it's up on social otherwise see you guys online maybe this weekend probably not i have a lot of christmas and new york new york plans but um we should find time to play together soon though all right, we'll try to do that this weekend. For everybody else, have fun. Uh, have fun, play fair this weekend. Enjoy Halo Infinite, whether it's multiplayer, single player, whatever game you're playing, have fun. And we'll be back next week. Bye-bye, everybody.